Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. O-G. Make some noise! How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Jussie Smollett, why is this little creep being allowed to further divide our country? I'm going to tell you why, because the fix is in. Plus, in college basketball, the Elite Eight from this past weekend was, yes, indeed, elite in every sense of the word. So like I said, listen up. Because you're really going to want to get a load of this. You know, folks, I really thought long and hard about, do I want to get into Jussie Smollett again? And I, the reason I thought about it, because I know what it turns into. I know responses that I get on Facebook. Um, it divides people. And in this particular case, Jesse Smollett is not just dividing black and white. He's dividing black and black and black and white. And, and you know, when I use the term this little creep, I mean that in really every sense of the word. I think this has been... Such a travesty, a travesty of justice like I've never seen before. And the comments that I continually hear makes me ill. You know, over the past weekend, uh, Kim Fox, she's the Cook County um, uh, state's attorney, you know, in Chicago. And um, she she did an op-ed in the uh, Chicago Tribune. And some of the things she said when I read it, honest to God, I I was thinking about just maybe talking about the Elite Eight yesterday because the games were terrific. But then I'm reading this and I'm saying, what the hell am I reading? She goes, first of all, she clears this up in, in referencing Jesse Smollett. He has not been exonerated. He has not been found innocent. Okay, he has not been exonerated. He has not been found innocent. Well, if he has not been found innocent, what's the flip side of innocent? It's guilt. Am I right? 
She goes on to say that seeing people faking a hate crime makes her angry. Oh, that's a good thing. It should make her angry. And, and, And she goes, in determining whether or not to pursue charges, prosecutors are required to balance the severity of the crime against the likelihood of securing a conviction. And she says, for a bunch of reasons, her office believed that the likelihood of securing a conviction was not certain. Well, you know what? How many situations are there in a court of law? (laughs) Nothing is certain. Nothing is certain. But, But what I want to know is, first of all, a lot of people came out. And I'm hearing this. It was a rush to judgment on the Chicago police. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit I have ever heard. The Chicago police, more than anybody, did not do a rush to judgment. Not at all. And Chief Johnson, I I remember when it was all coming out and, and, you know, he was saying, we are treating Mr. Smollett as a victim of a crime. You know what the rush to judgment was? The rush to judgment was he was a victim of a bad crime, Jesse Smollett was, of of an ugly hate crime. It became a national story. A national story. That was the rush to judgment because everybody bought in. Because you know what? People, the media, everybody buys in when it's black and white. If it's black and black, uh uh-uh. Nope. If it's white and white, nope. Black and white, bingo! Hit the jackpot. We got ourselves something sexy to talk about. It's a hate crime. What I want to know is, how does her office remain uncertain when just about everybody, after the police, you hear what I'm saying? After the police made a thorough investigation, they view this as a slam dunk. Securing a conviction, folks, is never certain. But if the case has strong enough evidence, you move forward. I'm not an attorney, but that the hell, that's just common sense. Here's another thing that I want to know. That's why I said in the open that the fix was in. How come the records were immediately sealed before anyone else even knew that the case was being dumped? Huh? Now, from what I understand, defendants can request for public records to be sealed. But the prosecution can object to the said request and demand reasons to why it should be sealed. Well, Jussie requested it being sealed. They did not protest to it being sealed. Why didn't they protest to it being sealed? Like I said, to me, the fix was in. Everybody, folks. Tell me, what criminal, I don't care if it's a 
traffic ticket, a pedestrian ticket, a jaywalking ticket. Small crime, bad crime. (laughs) Anybody would like to have it sealed. And then she goes on to say in her um, op-ed that it's important to put truly dangerous criminals in jail, not simply people we are angry at. Now, I don't know what you people think, but... You've been around. You see what goes on in this country. The country is divided. There is a left and a right. There's black and white. There are issues. A hate crime to create a national furor, that's no small crime. That's a big deal. You don't think he should do time? Okay. I think he should do time. And and what the hell do you think? I hate to say this, but I got to say it. What the hell do you think would have happened? It, it, It bothers me to say this, but I have to say it. What do you think would have happened if a white person falsely made up a story like Smollett did that two black guys did that to him. What kind of national unrest would you have? Again, Jesse Smollett's a little creep. If you didn't watch Empire, you wouldn't know Jesse Smollett from a pimple on your ass. So now he's in the news. And I, I, listen, you're entitled to second chances. I hope he screwed up his career totally. Because I, I really, when I say creep, I think he's vermin. And he had the balls, the balls to, to go ahead and say that, you know, um, he's he wouldn't be his mother's son if any of this was true. He, he stood there and like, like, truth be told. That's bullshit. Truth wasn't told. The fix is in. The fix is in. Jussie Smollett, and and now you have the black community divided in Chicago. Because you know, in fact, this week you have you you had rallies. You, you know, Reverend Jesse Jackson. You know, sticking up for this Kim Fox. Well, that was predictable. Kim Fox, again, is the state, Cook County State's attorney. And then you have the flip side, the police union. You you think that Chief Johnson, who's an African-American, you think, how do you think he feels about this? What's the black community calling him? Really? What is the black community calling him? And then you have some of his um, colleagues on Empire. Taraji P. Henson, who I think is just, just a great, great actress. I quote Taraji. 
I'm happy that the truth has been has finally been set free because I knew it all along. We're all happy for him, and thank God the truth prevailed. What truth? What truth prevailed? That it's not seem Taraji, does it not seem peculiar to you? That they couldn't find two white guys? There was nothing on camera of him being beaten up? Listen, I get, I totally get you want to stick up for your own. But you know what? It's like if you have a kid and your kid does something wrong. Just because he's your kid and you love your kid, you got to take him to task or take her to task for screwing up. Then you have... uh, uh, you know, the actress Gabore uh, Sidibe. You know, she she's an empire. She was in Precious. She put on uh, face uh, Instagram. It's weird that you all decided that the police were being 100% honest about this case. You You have the balls to take the police to task over dishonesty, but this little creep, Smollett, you're not taken to task. Why, just because he's black? Just because he's a fellow African-American? That's what this country is about now? And let me tell you something, folks. You've heard me here before. I have defended... NFL players' right to protest. I understand where the guys come from. I get it. I understand, you know, some of the things that African Americans go through in this country and continue to go through. But this is just bullshit. This is flat-out nonsense. It's terrible. I mean, think about it. What would happen if if it was a white person? Again, I hate to say this, but it's it's the truth. If a white person did exactly what Smollett did, exactly what Smollett did, claimed that two black guys beat him up, did this and that to him, hate crime, all that. Okay. And that guy then walked like Smollett did. What do you think would be the national uproar? Huh? Really? What do you think? I mean, let's be honest. Look yourself in the mirror and and, and be honest with yourself. What do you think would be the national uproar? Jesse Smollett made fools of people. Fools of people. I, I remember Lee Daniels, one of the creators, I mean, you know, brilliant director of the, the Butler and a um, bunch of things. He also, uh, of course, he's one of the creators of Empire. He, he's like, like Smollett is a gay 
African-American man. When that stuff first came out, you could see the tears in his eyes. I, I mean, you know, it was a terrible thing. We all, we all thought it was a terrible thing. Initially, when you first heard about it, he made his friends and, and colleagues look like chumps. He has divided, not just the, the helped divide the country into black and white. He has helped divided black and black. Then, of course, you have people like Chris Rock. Okay. No Jesse Smollett jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? You know what I could do with that light skin? That curly hair, my career would be out of here. You fucking running Hollywood. <laughs> um. Yes, no, 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 just. Did, <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? <laughs> from now on, I ain't never gonna know just. You're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. <laughs> that you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me. Okay. Yeah, okay. That that was Chris Rock at the uh, NAACP Image Awards this past weekend. All right? And believe me, you heard the laughter. There were a whole lot of black people sitting in that audience laughing with Chris Rock. Laughing with Chris Rock. And, and, you know, a lot of people are put in an awkward situation because the black community, you know, they prefer not to come down on one of their own. I get that. I do. But you know what? Sometimes you have to. And that that little punk, after the deal went down, after the deal went down, instead of just keeping his mouth shut, he stood there reading a statement that <laughs> truth prevailed and I would not be my mother's son if I did, you know what they're saying I did. Instead of just shutting his mouth. And if, if, like, I personally think he should do some time. You don't think so? That's fine. And and when people say, well, you want to put violent people away. You don't want to put people, you know, and ruin their lives. Oh, okay. Jesse's was prepared to ruin people's lives. And turn the country upside down. So this little piss ant could go ahead and, and, and try and get himself a raise. Really? Are you kidding me? It is so thoroughly disgraceful. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable. So, you know, you got... <laughs> Look what you have in in Chicago this week. Jesse Jackson. 
they're planning the demonstration. They they had a demonstration Monday. You know, coming to the aid of Attorney Kim Fox. And then on the flip side, you got the uh, Chicago Fraternal Order of Police holding their own protest. Here's, here's, meanwhile, uh, Jesse Jackson announcing that he and other clergy and civil rights activists were planning to hold their own rally downtown to express support for Fox, who Jackson says has become a victim of unreasonable, unjustified, and committed and politically motivated criticism. Oh, really? Really? This coming from Jesse Jackson, you know, I mean, you, you know, if you ever want to know a little something about Jesse Jackson, and I read the book maybe more than 10 years ago, go get the book, uh, Shakedown, the truth story exposing Jesse Jackson. You, you want to hear about a shakedown artist? Ken Timmerman wrote the book. It was a bestseller on New York Times list. He was never sued. Never sued. I, I mean, but you're talking about unjust and unfair criticism. So now people are trying to turn this into the cops, and there was a rush to judgment by the cops and the media, which is the farthest thing from the truth. In fact, in fact, the cops... The Chicago police were the only people, as I said this before, the only ones who did not rush the judgment. They treated him as a victim. They did a thorough investigation. And then when all was said and done, they came out with what they said. Basically, that Jussie is full of shit. Now, the media always jumps on. And believe me, the media was all over this at the beginning. Oh, Poor African-American actor, you know, from Empire, put a noose around his neck. I mean, really? What, what? And here's the other thing that really should piss you off. What Smollett did, it, it kind, not kind of, it gives the yahoos the bigoted white yahoos, in their mind, justification to be a bigoted white yahoo. Whether it would be against a black person or a gay person. That's what Jussie Smollett did. So don't give me any of this nonsense crap that he's innocent and and he's going to stand there being righteous. And the only thing this guy did, they're saying he, he's done some community service or something, he forfeited his $10,000 bond. Let me tell you something. If I'm innocent, I ain't giving ten grand away. The cops want like 130000 or something paid to the city for the time. I, I mean, if nothing else, he ought to have to pony up some dough. 
Not not just to forfeit his bond of ten thousand dollars. I I I just it boggles my mind. Again, you want to defend your friends? I understand that. But you gotta look at a picture and and look at the picture in honesty. And stop with this victim bullshit. Jussie Smollett is not the victim here. Jussie Smollett made the country a victim of his phony hate crime. And now the country is suffering from it. And now it's divided. And now the black community is divided. That's what Jussie Smollett did. Okay? That's what Jussie Smollett did. So, I mean, if you want to be honest with yourself, really be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror and say, yeah. Is Jussie? Nah. Let's be frank. Look in the mirror and say, sorry, Jussie. You're full of shit. It's terrible. It's an absolute disgrace. I'm curious to see if Chris Rock gets taken to task. You know, a lot of people were laughing with him at those NAACP awards. Could you imagine? This guy, he didn't go, but he was up for an NAACP image award. Yeah, he's done wonderful things for the NAACP image and for the black community image. And he's going to stand there and be righteous with not offering apology or nothing. Nothing. He he ought to be made to get on his knees and grovel in front of the country and beg forgiveness because he was a jerk. He caused a lot of problems. A lot of problems. And those problems, unfortunately, continue today. No, on a happier note... Let me say this, okay? Let me say this. The Elite Eight of this past weekend, okay, the Elite Eight. You know, there were some blowouts earlier in the tournament. But the Elite Eight of this past weekend, I cannot remember in the NCAA basketball tournament. I cannot remember ever, really, I can't remember four games this good. Not not one, not two, not three, but all four of them. I mean, the first one, Texas Tech, Gonzaga. You got a three, Texas Tech. You got a one, Gonzaga. That was, you know, um, what was it? It was like a two-point game with a few seconds left. It ended up being 75-69. Got number three, Purdue, Virginia, overtime. I mean, it was heart-stopping stuff. Auburn, Kentucky, overtime. Auburn knocks off number two, Kentucky. And then in a thriller, Michigan State, the two, knocks off Duke, 68-67. I'm telling you, you know what was fun for me? Because none of those teams were my teams. 
you know, I, I didn't have, you know, a horse in the race, so it didn't matter to me. But just watching those four games, what made it fun, I just wanted the games to go on and continue. And I've always, you've heard me say this here before. It's just fun when you can watch a game. You don't have a rooting interest, so you're not eating your insides out. You know, you, you're just watching the game, enjoying it for for a sheer sports spectacle. And I will tell you this, the Elite Eight did a bang-up job, just a tremendous job. I mean, those eight teams gave you everything you could have asked for and then some. It was terrific. It was absolutely terrific. I mean, you get two number ones knocked out. You get a, a number two knocked out. And Virginia not, knocks off number three. Virginia's a one. They they knock off. They have to go to overtime to knock off Purdue. I'm telling you, folks, that, that made up for all this Jesse Smollett shit. Because that was just entertaining, good Solid basketball. Great stuff. Just great, great stuff. And right now, that is a wrap, folks. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. And now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on this podcast. You can let me know on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can also visit my website. Uh, russsalzberg.com my thanks to the big man across the way who was always with me Crash, aka Mike Caragliano takes such good care of me Chris Rutsky OG Podcast Network uh, the big boss Tim Einickel my outstanding OG Podcast Network producer 77 WABC program director Craig Schwab Matt Dahl his assistant and last but certainly not least, you guys and gals out there, because without you guys and gals, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great week. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.